So in our small groups, were there any people that didn't get to share their poem yet? Or did you share? I'll share. Yes. Yes. Yeah, even if you already share, you can. That was my next question. I'm going to harvest a little. Well, yesterday, um, I totally forgot what we were doing because I had looked at the map of the trails earlier in the day and saw a cliff. And even though I said to myself, you're not searching, <laughs> I went and searched. I mean, I just kept getting driven. And then I said, oh, I have to look at the map so I make sure I can get back. And so I just, I started laughing because that's just kind of my MO, you know, search, search, search. And uh, so I came back and told my group and they were very kind and loving. But today, I was able to meander and wander. And I wrote a few, but I'll just read them. Where are you leading? I spy you, lush, green, soft, inviting. I must see where you can take me. Stop, private. I pass you by three times. You call to my curious mind. I must. I ask permission and forgiveness. My eyes scan. Is this okay? Must be. You are so green and plush. A path clear and wide. Softly I step, alert. Mulch, further I slither, houses, roadways, serene, private. Thank you for the offering. Let's take another couple of offerings. Yes, Caroline and back. I um, talked to my group about my experience in the woods just now, but I didn't share a poem I wrote about the wonderful newt I encountered yesterday. Um, But since you've been talking about Gaia, I've been having conversations with her in the woods. And... um, uh, I was this afternoon also, and um, actually, not conversations, I've been asking her questions um, in lieu of Google. But 
Uh, so the poem I wrote about the newt yesterday was, um, it's free verse, it's, I don't write poetry. It's called A Secret. Why is Gaia? Why is the newt orange? For there once was a blazing fire, and her little body never forgot. Thus she is born in water, but forever keeps the color of the flames. So I got a couple of verses. Under a tree I shelter from the rain and find a perfectly imperfect acorn. Sitting only here and now, peace prevails. A raindrop here, a raindrop there. A gentle breeze whispers in the weeds. Now the page is wet. I have to go, but really did enjoy the flow. <laughs> I do have a very short poem, but um, I read a little bit about our little newt friends last night, and the reason they're so chill is they are poisonous. <laughs> I mean, to eat them. Don't, don't eat them. <laughs> but, but that's why they're so like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but they're really cool. Um, so, the treasure is in what we don't know and what we have forgotten through ourselves and through time. Still there. Molecules trading parts light coming in and going out. What are you? Are you us? Did you begin? The bonds form and change like a single thought across a synapse. Are we just that single thought? Thank you. I have an even shorter poem that's more somatic. In the stillness of this moment, let us embrace the gifts of this earth, the droplets of grace. Thank you. And can you introduce yourself to the group, too? Hi, I'm Shana. I just came in today. I'm from New Hampshire, and I'm very honored to be here. Welcome, Shana. Thank you. Laughing at the merry little asters, my heart fills with joy. Then slipping, falling, boom, left shoulder into the dirt. Embarrassment. That happens to me all the time, Mike behind me says. Eric offers me a walking stick. 
I thank them, I'm grateful. I can take a fall, I'm okay. I have friends. So what is it, what does it feel like to compose poetry in the wild? What does it feel like? It's easier. Okay. Okay. It's easier. Okay. Uh huh. I was surprised how much depth there was underneath it. Like after I wrote them, I came back here mm-hmm. and did it like reflection. Like what did I, what did I learn from that? Mm. And that was just as profound as the poetry. Mm. Yes, the reflection on the poetry. Yeah. 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 Poems change us. They change us. It's like hearing a Dharma teaching from ourselves. Yeah, back, coming back to us. Yeah, and it's really interesting. Maybe you've had this experience to find your poems later. I used to write poetry as a child and a teenager, and then later found those poems, and it was like a teaching coming back from this much younger self to this older self. And so we were like leaving a terma, a treasure, for ourselves to find at a future time, too. Yeah. Other feelings, feeling, feelings of, of the process. Yeah. So I started writing and then I was, I was under some leaves, so I wasn't really getting wet, but you know, a few drops were getting on my notebook. That was what I found. Uh, Mike's poem so funny because it had the exact same experience, you know, I didn't want the, the ink to bleed. So I closed it and then I just tried what you were, you mentioned before, or at least some, my version of it, of just singing, um, just making up words on the spot, which was so freeing to be, to be alone, to not have any pressure, uh, to sound a particular way, smart or good or whatever. Um, and also sort of feeling like sometimes there was a good line or a rhyme or something and I had that feeling of, oh, I kind of want to write that down or save that for later, but it, it wasn't going to happen. It was just completely of the moment and I knew that it wasn't going to exist mm. beyond that moment. It was just for the space. Mm. Beautiful. Spontaneous song <laughs> from a singer. Yeah. It's like an offering. Like an offering, yeah. I felt like I was offering. Mm-hmm. Myself, rather than keep it in. I haven't been able to write while I was here, so that was, it really felt like an offering. Offering, okay. More feelings, mm-hmm. uh, feeling tones. The spontaneity, spontaneity of it, the offering of it. So I'm brought back to the can't help but respond uh, from the poem before. 
writing poetry in nature to me feels like a reflection of your emotions. Um, yesterday, I had a very emotional time uh, while treasure seeking, and it showed me how open a wound was and how much I was really suppressing that. And this morning, I felt really, really relieved and much more at ease. So today, uh, I had a whole different experience. And I think that wouldn't be the case if I was just trying to write poetry in my room. Mm. Mm. So beautiful. The, the holding environment that lets us be with our woundedness. Yeah. And we can see the woundedness in the forest, too, and see that, okay, that's part of being alive. Yeah. The healing. The healing. Thank you. Experiences. Feelings. Yes. Ours. I feel like there's an, like an invitation to come closer and to keep, keep looking closer and listening. So there's this drawing me in. That's um, what I experienced. Mm. It's intimacy, right? The invitation to come closer. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so now another question. I'm just going to keep going with this because I, I find this reflection helpful. The process, how does it happen? How does the song, the spontaneous poetry, what, how does it begin? How is it seeded? And then how does it get born? The process. Can we describe it? The birth of a poem, the birth of a song. I think there's a letting go involved. Okay, a letting go. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a combination of a little bit of setup and a, and a lot of letting go. Okay, yes. So, a little bit of structure, but then yeah. a lot of letting yeah. go. So the first yeah. thing was like, I wasn't comfortable in my first spot because I, was, I heard thunder and I'm like, I was amongst a lot of tall trees. And this is not a good place, right? I came back here and I was going to come inside and then... I thought, no, I'll just let myself be guided a little bit more. And so I ended up walking down to the stone wall behind the, the, the farmhouse, sat on the stone wall, and I was under the shelter of a tree. And it was like, ah, this is my place. So then I had to just be there. And even though it was raining and I was sheltered from a lot of it initially, I'm just going to let go and be here. And I don't know if I'll get anything or not, but I'll just be here. Mm. And then I, it just came. Here I am sitting under a tree. And I look down, there's an acorn. And it went from there. Mm. Mm. So. Thank you. Letting go. Mm. For me, uh, it starts from a non-judgmental feeling space. 
So, if I look at a tree, and then at some point I become one with that tree, you know, so I feel the tree. I feel the, the roots going down. I feel the wind caressing the branches. I feel the, the, the tree shooting up and reaching for the sky. So when I, when I have this experience of really feeling the tree without any judgment, that's when a spark is lit from within mm. that wants to share. Mm. Very well articulated. So this kind of empathy for the tree, you're feeling what is it, what is it like to be this mm. tree, the empathy mm. or... Or non-duality, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, something of that nature. Yeah, okay. Because I think, I feel like it's a lot easier to do that with nature. Mm -hmm. Because with people, their shit gets in the way, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, start, I start judging. Yeah. You know. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. with nature, it's easier. Yes, yeah. Thank you. So, non-judgmental presence. What else? What other ingredients do you feel seeding your, your process? Yes. Um, not necessarily the idea of structure, but the, the structure that you set for creating a, a sacred space. Just thinking about intention and um, how and, and placemaking uh, and sanctuary and, and just safety in general. Uh, I mean, the word spontaneous came up earlier. I, I think the idea of um, feeling guided in the same way when you're in the nature that the, the poem just kind of comes out in, yes. in a guided way. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there is some elements. I think this is what is meant by these you know, this idea of the spontaneous um, song of experience or poem of experience is that it's almost like it just happens on the basis of the conditions coming together and then we're the, we're the narrator or something or we're the channeler of the experience. And, and we too are part of the conditions. Yeah, we too are part of the conditions too. And the safety is a safety finding that first, mm -hmm. and then, yeah, and then relaxing, and what comes, yeah, beautiful. We are painting the picture of how this happens, yes. I was just inspired by something you said, because, um, and also something you said, um, Lama, Willa, that, this issue of kind of channeling. And the, the piece that I'm aware of is that this is, a, it feels very much to me like a conversation with the unseen realm. I'm, I just feel very um, uh, strongly that, you know, we have a seen realm and we have an unseen realm. And when I'm in a, say, a creative process, it feels very collaborative. But sometimes I'll feel like, oh gosh, that wasn't really my idea. 
that was somebody else's idea. And I can literally feel like that was put in my head. But I really loved what you just said because you kind of brought in that co-creative process that I'm part of the conditions for that, to man that idea to manifest, you know? Um, it takes me having these experiences and, and opening myself to this, and it's, it's kind of exciting to think about. It's collaborative, it's... Uh, yes, and it's um, trust, yeah. And it's kind of fun when you, when you can kind of play with it and actually, you said also something about play. I think that element of play is also extremely helpful because it gets all the judgment out of the way and then you're just and I think it's what a lot of people have been talking about so yes and relationship you know relationship is involved like just the collaborative piece that we're having a relationship when we're in the natural world we're having a relationship we're having a relationship with the tree or we're having a relationship with the with the rock and we're having a silent conversation of sorts with, with the natural world. And the poem is a way to record a snippet of the conversation that we're having. It's, it's just, I'm just reflecting on what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I am not quite sure what I tapped into, um, but I was out like everyone else in the rain. Um, I decided I hadn't found my sanctuary yet, so I decided to eat an orange. Uh, then I found my sanctuary, which happened to be next to a stone wall, like someone else here, and another member of my group also was attracted to a stone wall. Um, this is what came to me. <clears throat> Arise, all rise, up from the loamy, dank, maternal forest floor. Yon pines, maples, oaks, yon granite slate jutting out at impossible angles. Ancient wood, primordial stone, unite. There is much work to be done, but where to start? Mm, beautiful, beautiful. So just listening to these poems already, I realize we have to have a Gaia poetry slam on our last <laughs> night. There's just no way we could not have one uh, song and poetry and perhaps dance slam. Uh, so in th realizing that tonight when we have our storytelling, when we gather for our storytelling, so both the groups of, that were slated to, to share tonight and tomorrow night, we're all going to share tonight. We're going to finish up with those two groups. And we may have to time are sharing a little bit just to, to keep it within the time frame so that we can have a slam on the final night. Does that sound reasonable? It just feels like it would be a really nice experience. 
to share, keep sharing, because I, I don't know about you, but I find these offerings profoundly helpful and deep and a window into the wisdom of the wild and spontaneous coming right here, right now, together. So, um, so we'll do that. We'll do that. Figure out what that might look like. Um, but a chance for all of us to share together and to appreciate and to hold and appreciate and encourage each other in this process of creativity. Um, Thank you. See you. See you at seven. Thank you. Taking the lot in and I've been resting and resting.